the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Healing Word Program is a ministry of the Largo Community Church, where Christ is honored and people are loved. You're invited to join us in worship via live streaming this Sunday morning at either 9 o'clock or 11 o'clock. Visit LargoCC.org and click on Watch Live. You're going to make it because you've got a high priest in the heavens that has the authority to bless you, to care for you, to make his face shine upon you. Welcome to The Healing Word, a radio ministry of the Largo Community Church. Here's Pastor Jack Morris with today's message that will grow your faith in God and lead you to a closer walk with Jesus. Numbers chapter 6, verse 22, The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make His face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up His countenance upon you and give you peace. I have been working with this passage for days now, planning it, praying over it, rereading it, and I have just barely scratched the surface of it. I've never given so much thought to this particular passage as I have this past week or two. And I know that I'm just barely, just gradually, just on the surface of it, but all the depth and wonder of it all. And then I thought about you my beautiful, wonderful congregation. And you've got to get it all in about 25 or 30 minutes. I mean, it's taken me days, weeks. I still haven't gotten it. But I have been worried or or concerned that I've got to bring something to you that I have been working with and working with and praying over and researching and studying and looking at it. And then I've got to digest all of that and then give it out so quickly. Well, I'm going to try, but I know only by the power of the Holy Spirit will God bring this to you. It it can't happen otherwise. It'll be a miracle. Now, if you just get a snatch of it today, then you've gotten a whole lot, but more will come. But this is a benediction blessing, and it's because of our familiarity with it that we are blind to its richness its content, its meaning. We hear it all the time, all the time. All our church life long, we have heard this one and several other benedictions. But but our familiarity has blocked the meaning. Now, this blessing is not a pious hope. It's not something for the future. It's, It's a right now, today, this very split minute blessing. It's not going to come to you. It's yours now. It says we have a high priest who has passed into the heavens. Now notice that. We have. We're not going to have. We already have a high priest who is looking out for us, praying for us, blessing us, healing us, providing for us, keeping us. We have it now. 
right now it's ours. <coughs> the priests were anointed with a special authority to bring this blessing. The blessing didn't just happen. It just didn't, oh, wow, did I get blessed today? No, it is just, oh, wow. It was because you focused on Jesus and Jesus focused on you and you and Jesus had a connection. That's why it happened. It just didn't drop like a leaf off of a tree. It's because God focused in on you, saw you, saw your need, loved you. He knew that you were easy to love and that you needed help and you wanted help and you were looking to him to get that help and you knew that he was the source of your help. When you put all of that together, you've got help. The Lord has blessed you and helped you. Now, when, I don't want to make this too light and, and, and too surface, but when God blesses us in, in some fashion through a song or a sermon, a message, a teaching, Something happens to us in our body, in our spirit, in our emotion. You can't get blessed and not know you're blessed. When you're hearing the word of God coming forth, and it is backed with the authority of our high priest, it's coming from heaven. The Lord is speaking. Something's going to happen in you. You're going to feel it. There's going to be a warmth, maybe, that will come to your heart, or a, a peace will settle over you. Unconsciously, there'll come a little smile to your face. Maybe a tear will come down, uh, or, or a chill will come over you, uh, or a, a peace and a contentment that you didn't know all week long. But something will happen to you. So many of God's people come in and sit down and listen to it. Well, you know, I, I've heard it before. This is a, a, a new slant on it, but I knew all of that. No, that, that, that's not worship. That's not the way God blesses. No, something's going to happen. Look out for it. Feel for it. Expect it. It's going to happen. John Wesley said, when God touched him, he said, my heart was strangely warm. When Moses was on the mount, his face shined. Something physically and spiritually and emotionally will happen. And if it doesn't happen, then the the word didn't get in there. Now, it could be on the way home, the Holy Spirit will bring it to you, something to your mind, and you'll say, wow, that, that did touch me this morning. Or, or during the week. But you will feel it, and you will know it. There's no such thing as getting blessed and not knowing you're blessed. No such thing. No such thing. The blessing of God is too great, and is too wonderful. Now, here we go. Aaron was Moses' brother. Now, this is Aaron's blessing because Aaron was the high priest. Moses couldn't pronounce the blessing because Moses was not a high priest. Only Aaron and his sons. Jesus is after the order of the high priest of Aaron. This is an Aaronic blessing. Moses commissioned him and said, you are the one. Just as God sent his son into the world and through Jesus, no other name, but through Jesus. Are we saved, brought into the kingdom of God and blessed? Aaron is the high priest. God used Moses to appoint him. And then Moses turned and received the blessing himself from his own high priest brother. He was appointed a high priest to bless the people of God, not all the nations. Now, did you just hear that? He was appointed to bless the people of God, not everybody. 
Not everybody, but a select group who are living in a covenant relationship with the Lord. A select group. Now, you have to ask yourself the question, am I right with God? Am I living with God? Have I been loose and free with my life? Have I been out there on the fringe? Have I been doing things that I shouldn't have been doing? Friend, forget the blessing of God until you confess that and become honest with God. And when you do, the channels will be opened. The blessing of God will begin to flow again. Jesus is our high priest. So I have to ask myself, am I a believer? Am I walking with the Lord? Am I living in a relationship with the Lord? And if I am, the blessing will come. If I'm not, I confess to him, and then the blessing will come. But you, you are the only one that can make it happen or keep it from happening. What power you have today. God's trying to get through. But very often, our familiarity just our familiar, we sing the same hymns, same courses, same, 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 same. <laughs> same breakfast, same lunch, same dinner, same breakfast, same lunch, same dinner, go to bed, get up, go to bed. We keep doing everything else the same. God's trying to say something to us, is he not? Yes. Amen. Now, what does it mean to be blessed? Jesus came to bless the whole New Testament opens with Jesus' blessing. The very first sermon Jesus preached was the Sermon on the Mount. And nine times in Matthew chapter 5, he said, Blessed are the poor. Blessed are the meek. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst. Blessed, blessed, blessed. He came to bless. He yearns to bless. He is a blessing Savior. Our Jesus, he came to bless. Now, the word bless simply means the life that Jesus gives. Jesus is going to give you something of himself, something of his own life. That's what it means to be blessed. I've heard people say, well, you know, I'm blessed. I feel like saying, well, tell me what that means. What does that mean? I'm blessed. What does that mean to you? Well, Then we begin to think. And that's what God wants us to do. Think about what he has done, what he is doing, what he can do. He can do the most gracious and most wonderful things. And he has blessed us with a blessing that cannot be denied us if we open our hearts to hear and receive and walk in obedience with him. But to be blessed, to be blessed describes the life that God gives. It's a fulfilling of well-being. Let me start there. That's a big broad stroke. To be blessed is to be experiencing the fullness of well-being. Everything's okay. God's in his heavens. Jesus is in my heart. The Holy Spirit comforter is by my side. All hell can break loose, but everything is okay. I'm living in the fullness of God's blessing. It's an incredible state of well-being, an incredible state of contentment. It's miraculous. It doesn't come from anywhere else but from above. And it comes to you, and it comes to me, our Lord Jesus Christ, this great and wonderful blessing of the Lord. Pastor Morris will return in a moment with the conclusion of today's message. 
following an invitation for you to learn more about the Largo Community Church by visiting our website, largocc.org. There, you'll find links to all the ministries the church has to offer, including Sunday school, men's and women's fellowships, small groups, youth ministries, and many more. There's also a link for you to join our live worship services every Sunday morning at 9 and 11 o'clock. And a donation tab where you can partner with us in reaching the metropolitan area with the Healing Word Ministry. We invite you to visit LargoCC.org and get involved in our dynamic and growing ministry, the Largo Community Church, where Christ is honored and people are loved. Now, let's return to the conclusion of today's message. Now notice, I'm going to go back. The Lord bless you and keep you. Basically what that means, the Lord gives... Now this is Aaron talking to the Israelites. Now we're going to bring it over and talk about Jesus talking to the church. Aaron talking to the Israelites says, The Lord bless you and keep you, meaning the Lord give you a good harvest. The Lord send the rain and the sunshine that you'll have a good crop. The Lord bless your family and give you many children. And bless your children and keep them. Now what does that mean today? A good harvest. That means God bless you because tomorrow you go back to your job. God give you blessing and God give you peace even where there is no peace. And there doesn't seem to be any blessing. But you can walk through the fire and know that the Lord is there with you when everything on that job is is contrary and going wrong. The Lord help you to give you raises give you income. Listen, God wants you to have money to pay your bills. He doesn't want you to be in debt. That's what this blessing means. When I come up here or one of the other ministers and we raise our hands and we bless you, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord prosper you. The Lord give you enough money to pay your bills so that you won't be in debt. The Lord give you money even left over to have a vacation and to buy things with. The Lord bless you. God is not a stingy God. He's not frugal with his children. The Lord bless you. That's what I'm saying. This could be the very best part of the service because tomorrow and Tuesday and Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, you're going back out there again. The Lord bless you. The Lord bless you and prosper you. This has an inner blessing. It has an outer blessing. And the Lord gives you peace. So God wants you to have that. And when I bless you in just a little while, that's what I'm saying. Go back to work. Be at peace. Those devils there that are tormenting you and jealous of you and and thinking that you're stepping on them or or you're ahead of them, let them think what they will. You can live in the fire with the Son of God walking in the furnace with you. God right there with you. And you can start getting raises, getting promotions, more income. That means more tithe. Don't, Don't forget it. Well, that one resonated, didn't it? I hope it goes not only to your heart, but all to your wallet. (laughs) All the way down. (laughs) And then it says, the Lord bless you and the Lord keep you. Now that means guard over you. Watch over you. There's going to be temptations. You're going to feel like giving that person a piece of your mind. And just about the time you're ready to do it, God's going to check you. God's going to keep you. God's going to put a smile on your face. You're going to be able to say, God bless you. Not out loud, you know, but under your breath. You know. God bless you. God's going to keep you. You're going to want to say something. You're going to want to get even. 
Friend, any sinner can do that. You don't have to be a sanctified saint to have your feelings hurt and to feel like you've been abused. No. You can love God with all your heart, love people with all You said, I can't do it. Of course you can't, but in him you can. You have a high priest who's on your side who is praying for you. Now, when he says keep you, it doesn't mean I'm, he's going to keep me from committing adultery. He's going to keep me from drunkenness. He's going to keep me from stealing. No, yes, all of that. But he's going to keep you nice. He's going to keep you sweet. He's going to keep you loving. You're not going to go away from work some evening feeling ashamed of yourself. Hey, I witnessed to that person a few weeks ago, and look what I said to them today. And now you feel so guilty. Now you have to. God will keep you from that kind of activity. But if you do overstep your bounds, go back tomorrow and say, look, I'm sorry. That wasn't Christian. That wasn't Christ-like. Let the high priest be your high priest. So that, do you know what it means now? The Lord bless you and keep you? I mean, God prospers you financially. God prospers you spiritually. God prospers you emotionally. Now, look at point B. It says, the Lord bless you and keep you. Point B says, the Lord make his face shine upon you. Can you say that? Read it. The Lord make his face shine upon you. That's God smiling. When you have trusted him, you have allowed him to bless you and to keep you. You have allowed him to keep you from acting like the old sinner that you used to act like. And if you do start acting like the old sinner you used to act like, you need to come back to the altar and get saved again. Oh, I didn't hear anything on that one. (laughs) Did you ever think of some Christians needing to be born again? Born again from that old attitude, that old lifestyle, that old feeling that's out there on my sleeve all the time, waiting for somebody to do something I don't like so I can get ticked off and get angry and get all upset for days and weeks and months. Friend, listen, come to the altar and give your heart to Jesus Christ. Amen. Own up to it. Be honest with yourself. God knows you're wrong. You know you're wrong. Even that attitude tells you, I'm wrong. You know that attitude's wrong. But now look at this. The Lord make his face shine upon you. That means you've done the right thing. You've listened to God. You've leaned on his strength. You haven't leaned on your own wisdom. And now God looks at you and smiles. God's smiling at you. He loves you. You know, when Moses came off the mount in Exodus chapter 34, Moses came off the mount. He didn't know his face was shining. Do you ever see a person with their face down like this? Their bottom lip, they're about ready to trip over it? (laughs) Stumble over it? No. Your face will shine when you're with Jesus. And do you know why those bottom lips are sticking out? Do you know why? That person hasn't prayed lately. They haven't had a private altar lately. They haven't gotten alone with God and confessed and repented and worshipped lately. No. Why? Their feelings are hurt. Friend, God knows how to keep his people. And if he can't keep his people, we can't be kept because we sure can't keep ourselves. But when God blesses and God keeps you, (laughs) and he then starts smiling at you. He knows you've been trusting him. And he smiles at you. And pretty soon your face begins to shine. He came off the mountain, Moses did. He couldn't even speak to the people. His face was such a glow that Aaron said, you're going to have to put a veil over your face. You don't have that down, hound dog, dismal, lower lip sticking out expression. 
You look like a saint. You act like a saint. You behave like a saint. My, it's good to be around you. You talk like a saint. Hallelujah. Can you say amen? Amen. God. So what it is, God wants to be close to you. The Lord make his face shine upon you. He wants to be close to you. Only then will his face shine upon you. Only then will you have the glow of Jesus on you. Only then. But you'll have it. You don't have to work for it. You don't have to do anything but just stand there and bask in the sunshine of his love and let it happen. (laughs) And it'll happen. The Lord make his face shine upon you. And then it said, the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Read that one on the screen. No, it's, it's one thing for God's face to shine upon us. That is a gracious and wonderful thing for God's face to shine upon us. But it is a richer still experience for God to lift up his countenance upon us. That means God supports me in my activities. Now, you think of what you've been going through, what you've been doing, who you've been talking to, every activity. Listen. Does God support you in that? You know, this is almost as good as a hand clap. (laughs) I know you're listening. But when God lifts up his countenance, that means that God is supporting you in your activities. It's like a parent smiling at a child. That parent sees that child trying, sees that child putting forth an effort, burning the midnight oil, doing what that child knows to do right. And that parent supports that child. The scripture says, if you being evil, meaning people of the world, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly father give good things to them that ask him? God's child. And you know what God is doing? He sees you in the arena of life. He sees you in the home You're trying to live that Christian life. He sees you on the job. You're putting forth every effort. You're in school. You're trying to be the very best. And God lifts up his countenance. God lifts up his face upon you. He smiles. And when he sees you seeking God, doing just a little bit more, going beyond the call of duty, not just enough to get by, God then lifts up his countenance. God's looking at you and going... You're going to make it because you've got a high priest in the heavens that has the authority to bless you, to care for you, to make his face shine upon you. This young man, I asked him, where do you go to school? He said, Hampton University. I said, do you have a church down there? Do you have a church, a spiritual family? He said, yes. He said, I work with the chaplain of the university. I serve in the chapel. I serve the chaplain, I'm on duty. How old are you? 21. 21. And for 21 years, he's been coming to this church. Hey, we've got some great young people here. <laughs> Hallelujah. And when God sees you parents supporting your young people, backing them up, praying for them, getting them out here, do you know what God's doing? God's looking down at you, mom and dad, and saying, keep it up. I'm on your side. I see what you're doing. God is there. He's supporting you in your activities. 
The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. And then it says, so they will put my name upon the Israelites and I will bless them. Read that on the screen. How many times did God have to say that he's going to bless us? You're a new person, a new creation. God has done great things for you, and his blessing is upon you. The stamp and mark of ownership is on you. Now, you're his child. You're his daughter. You're his son. We're his kids, and he's taking care of us, blessing us. We hope today's healing word has been a blessing and has encouraged your faith in God to grow. The Healing Word is a ministry of the Largo Community Church and exists to grow your faith in God and lead you to a closer walk with Jesus. But we can't do it alone. Will you consider partnering with Pastor Morris today by praying for the ministry and consider sending a gift to help us in reaching those who are struggling with life's challenges and need hope for tomorrow? You can make your tax-deductible donation in a matter of minutes by visiting our website, largocc.org. Click on the Healing Word and follow the Donations tab to complete your support of this vital ministry. Be sure to tune in tomorrow at this same time for another edition of the Healing Word. Until tomorrow, blessings on you.